Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Rusty? What's going on? It is the Georgia Show. I'm Jake Rowe. He's Rusty Mansell. We're with you this morning to talk uh, dogs football. We're going to look a little bit ahead to the Georgia schedule, uh, take mm. a look at that Clemson game and kind of how the season starts for Georgia. Uh, not going to get into like big-time predictions or anything like that, but what the Bulldogs may look like uh, there in game one. And then I think before we get into that, I think it's going to be apropos to maybe – Preview this final week of coaches on the road before that dead period starts. Rusty, we've talked about this a lot, right? I mean, mm. they're about to get a break. They're about to get a little bit of a break, but it's kind of a – it's this is the most of a grind, I guess, that this final week of February, if this final um, couple months or month of recruiting is, is going to be for these coaches. If things go the way Georgia fans hope they do, uh, one – so it be a couple of days, so – probably this Saturday next year, Georgia would, would be having a parade celebrating the national championship. And I say that to tell you how long the grind's about to be because how long this next, next season's going to be. And you're talking about nuts now. That thing is going to be crazy how long it is. But right now, this month of February is that month of, you know, you'll, you'll – a lot of these guys are on Instagram and social media and stuff like that. And, and you'll start seeing these coaches out on these, these trips and well-earned here in a couple, couple, probably about a week from now, uh, you'll see these coaches somewhere, somewhere warm and uh, with their families and, and spouses and those types of things. Cause it is, it is insane long, how long the season is, um, you know, or follow, you know, Dan Lanning, a couple of those guys. And I guarantee you Dan Lanning's going to be somewhere warm. Uh, at some point next week, those guys get out, get to get places. So the month of February, much, um, you know, much anticipated for everyone, the players, uh, coaches, families. Uh, you know, we talked about on the last show, Jake, about having the month of my idea was having the month of February, March dead. And I had a I had a college coach reach out to me, <clears throat> not at Georgia. So thank you for watching, coach. Um, I guess he was on the road somewhere. And, Got caught this, but he said that, that that would be almost a game changer if February and March were dead. It would allow you to just to to recharge for not only not only the coaches, but these high school kids. You don't have to take all these visits. You don't have to be pressured to go to every junior day. You don't have to be, you know, you would have time to focus in on your high school and those types of things. So, but get that being said, to answer your original question, February is much anticipated for everyone. Also, not only does it not only does it allow these coaches time to get away uh, when they get back, 
that's when you start those those workouts. So like Kirby Smart and you know Trey Scott and Dale McGee and Brian McClendon, they'll all be at morning workouts and you start working those stations and you start getting around the team for the first time. They haven't been around the team. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, because because they've been on the road. The guys that have been, you know, the the weight staff, Scott Sinclair and his staff and those guys. And I'm sure Will Muschamp, you know, being in the office now, uh, all those guys have been involved with the offseason workouts right now. But come come about mid-February, all the way into early March, those morning workouts, that's where, uh, you know, these guys start – you start seeing those videos of those guys leading, leading County Fair, as we talk about, leading those morning stations, and you'll start seeing them run those stations and the, uh, those bleachers in the morning at Sanford Stadium. Good morning, Lucas Mays from Wyoming. Can you give us a temperature right now in Wyoming? What city you're in, and give us a temperature there, my man. I just, uh, man, every time you say county fair, I think back to Atkinson County High School football camp. First thing in the morning, hey, let's warm up with county fair. The grass is wet. Lloyd oh. McDonald, the head coach, Lloyd McDonald, screaming at us, and his dentures fall out. Um, and he just picks them up, throws them back in with grass on them. Um, toughest Ooh. man I've ever been around in my life. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah, this, hang it. We used to hang our cleats on that big chicken house fan in the uh, in the in the locker room, see if we could get them dried out. You know, <laughs> I'm man. telling you, dude, Atkinson Ooh. County was no joke. That's, we had a. Uh, this needs to go to bark after dark. This no, is I'm telling you, man. Segment oh, we got to right entertain here. these folks. We got to oh, tell them. We got to tell them what man. it was like in the sticks. If we didn't have the the oh. world class facilities of Pepperell High no. School, way we didn't either. And the, you know, as you're as you're an adult now, and like if you know those coaches when they saw that grass was due, and the first thing they did was make you go on your butt and do yeah. that butterfly stretch. Yeah, you know they just kind of laugh like y'all get that in that get out in that wet grass and get going, guys. Ooh. I don't know yeah, how we did it. Georgia doesn't have to work deal with that as much, um, you know, I guess, because, uh, you know, they do, I guess, have the indoor. They have the team run, but I doubt they got them out there rolling around on the grass first thing in the morning and all that stuff. What it, I, I tell, it is. I tell you what, you, you've been there, too, because I did. We both covered Jordan Jenkins at Harris County. If you yeah. follow, me on, follow me on X, Twitter, whatever it is, there's no way that Jason cancels Howdy from Hong Kong. There's no way that's right. Um but uh, if you follow me on on X, the uh, I just retweeted a video from Harris County High School. They did workouts this morning. That's their brand new indoor. I mean, like it's insane these facilities now. These high schools, the brand new indoor man, which is crazy how nice that thing is. And uh, I know Jordan Jenkins is is, is proud uh, proud alumni there. And if you ever go to what's that little steakhouse, Hunter's Pub. Yeah. If you ever go to Harris County and you ever go down 27 South, when Jordan Jenkins was getting recruited that heavily, I would stop in there because I found that place. And I'm telling you right now, the last month of that, every single night there were two college coaches in there. The, the lady that ran that was like, yeah, they're all here. Nick Saban, Mark Rick, they've all been here to have dinner because Harris County High School was right down the right down the street but hunter's pub sneaky sneaky steakhouse um so yeah i would definitely believe that dgd there's at, at bojangles for sure north carolina that's that north carolina bojangles that's that's a honey hole in uh up in charlotte so i had me a bojangles area. the other day um yeah fine fine biscuit got me a ham egg and cheese loved it just good stuff good stuff do it to me, man. i'm trying to eat right i'm trying to eat right man 
Bojangles is one of those few places where you can get a good good ham Ooh. biscuit, and I love ham. But uh, so all right, Rusty. This week, coaches on the road. Um, yep. We expect them to see Terry Bussy this week. Obviously, Kirby's got that in-home visit left. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all. It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what day. And here's the thing that kind of complicates some of this stuff. Um, he's going to be at LSU, I think, tomorrow uh, for an unofficial. He's going to be at Texas A&M Friday and Saturday for an official. I think he plays basketball tonight. So I don't know, you know, when, when George is going to work that in, obviously it looks like Thursday is going to have to be the day uh, for Kirby to do that in home. So that's something we'll check and we'll check today uh, for, for Dogs HQ. But I do anticipate Kirby Smart being in Texas at some point. Uh, looks like uh, Kirby Smart and Glenn Schumann, a few other coaches will be in Mobile today, Senior Bowl, all those guys yeah. uh, at the Senior Bowl. Uh, all the Georgia players will get some interviews. So we'll have some stuff that'll, that'll get out on socials and those types of things down there. So uh, Cedric Van Pran, kind of the news, is not participating. I don't think that's big, uh, a huge deal because, again, social media, Amaris Mims puts out a little Instagram story maybe the day before yesterday, and uh, Cedric walks up to him at a workout. So maybe he's working out with him in, in Dallas where Amaris is working out. So um, th those types of things you uh, you look at. But um, – that that uh, I think it's okay with Cedric not playing. I don't think it's anything to panic right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so either. Um, you know, we talked to him late in the season. I, I talked to him at the Orange Bowl, and uh, he seemed to be in you know pretty good spirits, pretty good shape. I mean, listen, it's it's that time of year where if you're gonna get something cleaned up or fixed up, or or if you're gonna try to get some rest, or you're gonna try to get you know um, get in a hyperbaric chamber or get some treatment or whatever extended treatment, this is the time to do it. Um, you know, he's way more important, I think for, for him to kind of be at the combine, um, healthy than it is to maybe go into the senior bowl a little bit dinged up. And, and that's always something you have to worry about. Let's talk about this senior bowl for a second. Cause those guys weighed in yesterday and man, good on lab McConkie. I don't know that the hand size being a little bit below nine inches and, and, and the weight being below one is helpful, but five eleven and a half. Um, not not bad, you know, a little closer to six feet than I than I would have anticipated there. I dude, I quit I quit doubting him. Yeah, three, I know, right? Three, three, three years ago. I mean, I'm not uh, doubting him at all. I just I'm yeah. listen, I don't care what he measures. I've got to clear, I've clear something up about Lad, okay? Because yeah. I think our folks on our site think that I've I, I just don't believe in man. Listen, I'll I'll take all the every single one of them you want to give me. If you clone him a thousand times. And you say you can have all of him with your, you know, if you give me a salary cap and say you can have all thousand of him, I take him. I I believe in the kid. I think if he can stay healthy and stay on the football field, he's going to yeah. be great. But I'm trying to put myself in the head of some of these other folks, the, the head of people like us in this business who didn't even know or think much of him when he was coming out of high school, right? Mm, yeah. I, oh, I saw him twice. I'm worried about the knocks. I'm worried about the things that they're going to ding him for. And I don't want to see him fall in the draft. I'd love to see him go into the first round. And I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I, I'm on no, record. No, I think, no, he's, no, I think no. he's into day, day two, maybe into day three. But whoever gets him, I think, is going to find you know themselves in a good position with a good player if he can stay healthy. 
I don't want him to slide. I'm worried he's going to slide. And that's the that's my the only place I'm coming from. I think as much of him as I have any Bulldog I've ever covered. I tell you, somebody's going to draft him, and it's going to be an offensive team. And they're going to watch those tapes and watch those cut-ups. And I, I'm telling you, I, I would be surprised if he gets if he's past the third round. Yeah. Uh, he's going to run hope well. So, man. He's going to run well. I, my, my concern would be holding up because he's mm-hmm. not a big dude. He's not a big dude. Uh, if he's healthy, Lad McConkey is hell on wheels. I'm telling you now, he is hell on wheels. I have, I have stood in front of the young man. It's it's weird because uh, I went to a local seven on seven one day here, and the coach just asked me to come, and I said, "Look, I'll come by." And I look at this running back from Dalton, and I said, "Damn, who is this guy?" It's Jameer Gibbs, and I was like, "This guy is fluid now." I mean, like. And Coach Matt Land, who was there, had been telling me about Jameer Gibbs. Okay. And I can't I can't follow every single lead, but I did go to see him in person as a junior. And I was like, this guy, this guy's different now. He's twitchy, can catch the ball. And I put a tweet out that day and I retweet it every now and then because I don't retweet my bad ones. I always retweet my good ones. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's, this is the way I work now. Uh, but I said this guy reminds me of Alvin Kamara, and he is. I mean, yeah, that's who 100%. reminds, and, he, and and now he is. And then, uh, but anyway, I, I saw Lab McConkey play quarterback that day for North Murray, and I was like, oh, man, he is small. I mean, he is thin, and you know, and I, I didn't get to see him running around making plays. This was seven on seven, and then everybody his senior year kept telling this guy, this guy, this guy. And he finally beats Calhoun, which is a huge deal for North Murray. I think the first time they've ever beaten him. And Hal Lamb, uh, the legend is, and I'm pretty sure this is accurate, that Hal Lamb called Kirby Smart and said, hey, the kid from North Murray is legit. We could not stop him last night. And that picked the ball up for him. So, you know, and I don't think people realize how many times that happens, how many times my phone rings and says, hey, we faced this kid and we couldn't stop him. And it happened this year, a kid named Duke Scott, the running back at Stockbridge, who is going to NC State, who is a four-star on on three now. Benedictine's head coach called me. He put 300 yards on them in the state semifinal. And for a team Benedictine that good, that coach called me unsolicited and said, Rusty, that kid at Stockbridge is a real deal. He's a real deal running back. And, uh, you know, that that's an example of how, t- how things happen. So. Yeah, and that that Duke Scott kid is one of those like kind of timing of a of an injury and all that stuff. You know, it's uh, I think he got injured. What is it as a junior or something like that? And mm-hmm. man, put together a senior season. NC State's got a good one, man. NC yeah, they State did. getting a very very good football player in that kid. You know, you know they were holding their breath all the way to the end. You know yeah, they no, were holding their breath all the way to the end. The no doubt. Up. Well, looking looking a little bit more at the Senior Bowl. Listen, all they did yesterday was they they measured in. Um, but you know some of those measurements. Uh, you know Marcus Rosemi, Jack Saint. Um, you know came in at you know six foot one, real long arms, thirty three inch arms, uh, for a receiver. Uh, Javon Bullard, um, I believe five ten and a half. Yeah, five ten and a half for him. One ninety seven. Tyke Smith. Man, I, I'll be honest with you. If you had bet me Tyke Smith was over five nine, I would have I would have bet I would have taken that bet for you all day long. Five nine and three quarters for Tyke Smith and weighing two hundred and six pounds, uh, nine and a quarter inch hands. I mean, big dude. So I mean, you know, not big dude, but bigger dude than I thought he was. Um, uh, you know, William Moat was in there as well. Uh, I don't think anybody's worried about the long snapper measurements. Dejon Edwards came in a little over two hundred pounds as well. 
So all of those things are going to give Georgia a chance to be successful at the Senior Bowl. Um, Rusty, let's look ahead to the 2024 season. Mm. And Georgia's going to get it going right out of the gate. Now, I'm a little torn on this matchup because – I tell you what, man. I had this thought the other day. I was talking to to uh, a friend of mine that was this, who is a Clemson fan, and I said, "Listen, Clemson is Clemson. Dabo's Dabo, and and they play hard, and they they're they, you know, it's a good football program. I, don't, I mean, I don't care if they've tapered off a little lately or not. They're a good football program, capable of beating you if they play well. But the one thing you got to worry about is that Kirby is you know." I'm not saying that Georgia's the Alabama dynasty, but they've kind of put together that little bit of the game one, you know, buzzsaw look. You think about that Oregon game, and you remember all those games where Alabama would lead off the season with Virginia Tech or Florida State or whatever, and they'd have all offseason to get up, and, man, they would just come in and body every single one of those teams. I I just got a feeling it's coming in this one. I I know we are a long way away, but I got a feeling it's coming. Georgia will be ready for Clemson. Yeah, uh, there'll be there'll be there'll be no shortage of focus from that team or that staff. I'll just leave it at that. There, there will be no. I can assure you that Georgia will be ready to play Clemson. Am I predicting they're going to win? I, that's a long way away. Now, Georgia obviously be a favorite in that game, but you, you can you can tuck away the 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 concerns. Georgia will be completely focused and ready to play Clemson. There will be no lack of uh, that. That one will be a. Uh, They'll be ready to play that one, I can assure you. you. Know, when I look at what Clemson lost to the draft and I look at what they lost to the transfer portal, I mean, they lost some good players, man. They, they yeah, lost some really good players. players, but they do – listen, they bring back that kind of – they it's not a silver bullet, but they bring back that gives you a chance element, and that's an experienced quarterback. An experienced quarterback that Georgia really liked and was involved with in K Club. When Clemson's been good under Dabo Sweeney, they've had a quarterback. They, when they've had a really good quarterback, obviously they've won the national championship a couple of times. They had elite wide receivers. I don't think they have that right now uh, to go with that, but they do have an experienced quarterback, a kid that's won a lot of games. And and uh, you know this is a big this is a big year for Clemson. This is a big year, kind of the I wouldn't say the buzz is kind of worn off. I, I think they're getting kind of tucked away a little bit. But this is a program that uh, you know has won a lot of games over the last five or six years. Won a lot of big games. They played in the playoffs. So this is a huge game. Listen, this is a huge game for Clemson. This is a huge game for Clemson. Because if they get ran out of the building in that game, ooh, it's a rough start. But, uh, but you know, a long way to go with that one. But I, I, I can speak from my, my end that Georgia's, uh, Georgia's definitely uh, going to be focused for that game. Well, I'm going to do something right now that I know you really you you appreciate. I'm going to go ahead and put words in your mouth. It sounds like you think the same way I do. You think Clemson might get run out of the building. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> hey, hey, I think it might yeah. happen, man. I really do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I had to predict today, I think it, it, I'm not saying like you know Georgia or Here, here's the problem. There's so much in between there. There's yeah. so much in between. You're right. Uh, the injuries can pop up. You know, there's the, so many yeah. things. You don't know what's going to happen portal wise. You know what's going to happen. Who Georgia's at and who's Georgia. You know, because there's one more portal left. And uh, uh, but, but there's a long way to go. But 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 you know, I think you know people are talking about man, Georgia's goes. To, you know, Georgia's going to Texas and Georgia's going to Alabama and Georgia's going to Ole Miss. You ain't got to worry about that building all summer and August, the complete focus will truly be on game. 
they can say all they want about that schedule last year in September and all those games and whoever. I can't even remember who they played in those games. But I can assure you, playing Clemson game one in Mercedes-Benz, that team will be that team will be focused. Yeah, they will be. And, and Kirby has mentioned that as a reason to schedule tough non-conference games, especially in openers because of yeah. what it does for the offseason. There's a lot more juice yeah. in the offseason. And yeah. uh, listen, I, I heard this past offseason whenever I was talking with some of the guys who, who were up and watching practices and watching scrimmages and stuff that, you know, from guys that saw it, you know, prior to the 2022 season and guys that saw it prior to the 2021 season, there was a there was a difference. There, you know, there was a – in 2022, the, the, the guys were the, – the, the team was kind of oh. locked in. And it wasn't a whole lot of pushing, wasn't a whole lot of anything. They didn't have to. They they knew what was ahead of them in a big game national stage yeah. in Oregon. This past year, Kirby, you know, and, and, and it, I'm not saying it played into, you know, any injuries or anything like that, but Kirby pushed those guys to the limit during camp. It was one of the most physically grueling camps that Georgia's ever had. They had some injuries coming out of it. Hell, they had some injuries going into it. I mean, Georgia yeah. was beat up before they even took the field for preseason camp. But we do know, you know, based on what Kirby said in the past and the way Georgia comes out in the opener, that um, that they, man, they have a different focus when they have a, you know, have a big, you know, big time team on the other side of the ball. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think Georgia's going to play Clemson a bunch in the next 10 years, which is good, man, which is good for college football. It's good for yeah, that rivalry. Home and homes, I believe. Two separate yeah. home and homes with them. Which yeah. is great. I've never I've never been inside that stadium before, so I I would love to go uh, straight up, straight up. Straight, oh, really? I mean, you talking about you talking about straight up? That's let's let you let your behind sitting the the upper level of that thing. I mean that thing you're sitting on top of the field. You are straight up those, those bleachers. That that will give you Knoxville's pretty straight up in that upper level, but Clemson you 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 hold hold a rail walking up those steps. We need to go ahead and uh, get get out front of it. Get us a get us a lake yacht, Dogs HQ lake yacht, and just uh, <laughs> get one rolling. You know, roll roll up there and park that thing um, dockside and 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 come in in style. Bring the whole yeah. staff. Um, put that thing on. Uh, just put in it like Lake Hartwell, right yeah, up the river, right up the river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The boats. Uh, the, the, I'm not I'm not 100 sure on this. I think that lake actually comes up into the into the campus um, in, in some spots. Mm, so some spots, yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, I'm excited about that, man. I'm excited about that Clemson game. I like how Georgia matches up in that game. And listen, we started a series yesterday at Dogs HQ. I wrote it, um, you know, run it back. I was Georgia brings back over well over a thousand snaps at the quarterback position, um, which is massive, which is so big. It's one of the reasons I said um, when Carson Beck came back that there was no loss that was ever going to match up to Carson within reason. I mean, you lose a whole position group to the portal. It's one thing, but there was no loss to this team going to match up to the gain of bringing Carson Beck back. And, and that's huge for Georgia. And what the, Georgia's not favored to win the national championship early like it is now if Carson Beck doesn't come back. No way. But you also bring back the valuable road experience. I mean, you think about going to Austin, you think about going to Oxford, you think about going to Tuscaloosa, some of those games and, uh, you know, it's just invaluable to have a quarterback who's been to Auburn. He's been to Knoxville. I mean, he's played these games on the road, which is which is a big deal uh, with that experience and keeping. And you bring back, you know, Tate Ratledge and all these guys that have played in big games on the road because that's the number one thing too. Not only is Georgia playing a tough schedule, man, they got road games. 
which are going to be really four, four really tough road yeah. games. If you want to throw yeah. Kentucky in there, yeah, Kentucky, yeah. So you yeah. got you got those games and the experience of having that guy to to help you out on on, on the road is is massive. Yeah, no doubt. And we're going to break down the whole schedule on the Georgia show going forward. Um, obviously, we're not probably not going to dig into Rusty. I don't even know who the who the non Power Five non conference games are. I I don't even know who George plays. Um, as far as the the group of five schools or FCS. Um, but I know who they play as far as the 10 power fives, and we're going to break those down for you on the Georgia show, kind of leading into spring practice. And then, you know, man, spring practice is going to be here before we know it. I mean, we're literally talking about like five, six weeks away at this point. Man, I'm trying to get a junior day list together if we can. <laughs> I'm one. Let's, let's I'm get spring one practice going, Rusty. Yeah, I'm, I'm – you know, look, I – I need I need a few weeks myself. I, I know these players and stuff do, but once like the end of February hits, man, it, it is it's kind of I've been doing this long enough to know to know that my calendar starts. Here comes spring practice for the colleges, and as soon as those spring games hit, spring practice in the state of Georgia starts that first week of May. So it's go it's go time. You know what I mean? So um, I, I'm excited for it. You know. I think G Day is going to have a ton of buzz with these new transfers, these new guys. Um, obviously, you know, new running back, new wide receivers. I think it's going to be. Plus, you get to see these younger kids play, and uh, you're going to—that's your first chance. You're going to see Ryan Puglisi on the big stage, you know, playing in Sanford Stadium, and uh, Gunnar Stockton's obviously going to get a lot of reps. I wouldn't imagine Carson Beck's going to play a ton in that uh, th- those deals. So. Get a chance to see all these guys and and uh, the new players and, and those types of things. Big basketball game tomorrow night um, in, in Stegman Coliseum. And uh, a lot of things going on in Athens. Baseball is about to start. Softball is about to start. It's it's the calendar's turning, man. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as soon as we get done here, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. We're going to get you to Aruba, get you recharged, um, you know, <laughs> get, get, get your battery right. Okay. That way uh, Georgia can get some commitments, get you on vacation. So Georgia can get a commitment or two. I say that I say vacation for, for June and July. I get a little bit of time there. Cause I know that's commitment season and, and everybody knows when I go on vacation, it's a, it's the open gate. So <laughs> I'll, I'll save that. I'll, I'll be a team player and save that vacation. So I got a camp this weekend, kind of start, um, Got a camp down in Valdosta this weekend. Uh, start our MVP camp season, and that's something that we're on our 12th year doing that. And look forward to it. And uh, got kids from Florida, Alabama, and Georgia so far registered. So that'll be fun. We'll get some and stuff hey, out and, of that. and and looks like and looks like the weather gods are loving on you a little bit. It looks like it's going to be oh, pretty no. decent weather down there, right? So it's be 68 or something. Don't matter to me because you know what? I'm at Leon's High School. We got a 110 yard indoor. Oh, that's that's what it is, huh? First time we're getting to use that indoors. So uh, excited about that. I thought about, I looked at the weather. You know, it's weird because I look at the weather because sometimes I stress over those things. And, and, uh, but uh, I'll never forget probably six or seven, eight years ago, we had a camp at Lovejoy. And I'm telling you, right. I'm telling you, I remember that camp. I wasn't even there. Well, we have them. We have them every, we had them for a while at Lovejoy. Yeah. Kind of. But I remember the one you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Man, it was, it was pouring. And I had to make the decision. I'm sitting there, man, and we don't do camps this big anymore. And that thing got way too big. That was the year that I put a stop. We had like 500 kids. You think about 500 kids, you start talking about parents. And this thing starts raining buckets in the middle of the camp. And I had to look at my phone. And my phone kept saying it's going to stop in 20 minutes. And I was like, man, I don't know. I had to make a decision. We're either going or we're not. 
by the grace of the good Lord, I said, we're going. And I'm telling you, within 10 minutes, stop, sunshine came out. But everywhere around us was just storming, massive storms. I will never forget that day. And got in a car and went up two exits, and it was just dropping buckets. So they got to worry about that this year. So we're going to be at Lowndes High School and got some young kids. And we've had some great camps down there uh, in South Georgia, you know. Um, and we had Derek Henry there. 2011 then we had derrick henry down there and uh had a young man come to camp one time and had a little hat on a little goofy hat and he wound up winning mvp quarterback mvp young man named stetson bennett came to our camp and i was like damn this kid's small but man he he can, he can zip it now and uh we don't make i don't make the decisions i, I always let the position coaches i said listen i don't care who it is Derrick Henry didn't win an award that day. Nick Chubb came to our camp. He didn't win an award. I was like, I don't care who it is. I want to know who the best is today. Stetson Bennett, he won it that day. And got a picture of him. And he had his little had his little mailman hat on uh, as a junior in high school down there at Lowndes High School. Tell you what, I was watching Brock Purdy run around the second half of that game on Saturday wearing that number 13 in red. And I just I couldn't help but think about Stetson Bennett and and kind of, you know, some of the scrambles and runs he had in big yeah. games. Georgia yeah, um, yeah. over the years. We also got Under Armour coming up next month in about three weeks. Um, that's a big, that's a big uh, one. I, over at Carrollton, and uh, we'll be we'll, we'll Dollars HQ will be there in numbers. I think we got four guys going to that, and we'll uh, we'll have that covered for you too. I'm really excited about that. I've, I've been I've enjoyed getting back into the little bit of the recruiting stuff. Um, it's been kind of fun, but uh, listen, we'll be back with you on Thursday morning, eight thirty ish. Um, we we try to we we it's kind of tough in the mornings, you know, with kids and things like that. But we'll be with you somewhere between eight thirty and nine, and uh, we'll continue kind of looking ahead at the schedule, talk about the news of the day, and you know, get off topic like I always make everything go. I'm just I just do that. I can't help it. So uh, as far as this Tuesday, y'all take care. Have a great Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll see you in a couple. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.